0: Welcome to Rebel Radio. The place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited to have my special guest Suzanne Hanna with me today. (laughs) Suzanne Hanna is somebody who I've admired for a long time and she embodies self-mastery, because, especially in her business, because she's got three businesses. So it's no joke that she has to manage her emotions, manage all of the things that have to get done. There's a lot of things that require self-mastery in our businesses, and Suzanne runs three, so she needs to know this tool. Suzanne, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Can you just share a little bit about yourself and your journey of self-mastery?
1: Yeah. When you were saying all that, the first thing that came to my mind, it's because I'm a little crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So let me see. I'll give you the real brief version of the fact that, you know, I developed three businesses over a period of a decade. So it didn't all happen at once, but you know I'm the founder and creator of the wilderness walk which is a very high end very intense uh personal transformation program i am the founder and creator of global healing collective which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on supporting and amplifying leadership um and i also have my Suzanne Hanna business, which is where I still see VIP clients and individual clients and uh, do VIP weekends and things like that. So yes, three businesses for sure.
0: (laughs) I love that. And how has self mastery supported you in this journey of developing these businesses and keeping you on track?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think part of it that's great is I am a little type A, which which definitely helps um, a bit. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I really keep coming back and focusing on the fact that, number one, my why and very, very clear about why I'm doing each thing that I'm doing. I am a strong believer in the power of intention and being very purposeful in everything that I do. But also just really looking at the fact that if I'm not in alignment with my own core values and what matters to me, that I am not in service to anyone else. I'm not in service to my businesses. And so it's really, really important for me to constantly come back to, am I in in alignment with what I value? If I'm not in alignment with what I value, what is some type of action step that I need to take to get myself back into alignment? Because that to me is key, because that's when I'm in flow, that's when I have the most energy, that's where I feel like I'm most embodied, I'm most authentic. And uh, if I'm not, then I can easily get scattered. I can get overwhelmed. I can tap into the chaos of what's going on. So I think really um, being very clear about what matters to you, what your values are, and whether or not you are in or out of alignment with those.
0: I love that. That was like the most succinct way to say, (laughs) be in alignment with your values. (laughs) If you don't know what your values are, Reach out and ask. <laughs>
1: well, and I think there's, you know, I do with leaders that I work with, I do a value inventory. Um, right. And I think having a value inventory is so, so key if you are a business owner. Because yeah. if you do not know what you value, it can make everything very murky. and uh, And I feel like it's almost... It's almost like putting something in the world out in the world that's not based on real, honest, authentic, aligned intention. So mm-hmm. to me, it's 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 a must that you have a value inventory and know what matters to you. What do you value? And how do your businesses uh embody that and show up in that way, the way that you not only run your businesses, but what you put out in the world, whether you work with teams, all of that, it has to be aligned with what you truly value.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I feel like if you don't know at least the top three values, because our brains have a tendency to lose track of things after three. But if you know those top three values, it makes decision making really easy. Is this in alignment or not? Yes or no? And if, it, if it's a no in any of those three values, then you just don't do that thing, right?
1: Yeah. And yeah. it keeps you in check. It really does. I mean, for me, you know, one of my values is courage. And so I ask myself every day, you know, am I doing one courageous thing? And it doesn't have to be big. It can be mm-hmm. very small and it still can can take courage. But if i know that i am taking courageous action i know that i'm growing every single day which is another value of mine which is personal growth and development so to me it's it's you know it's impairment otherwise one of the things that i say to people all the time is you're not really present to yourself you're not really clear within yourself and that's when you know our boundaries can get very messy our intentions can get very messy. It can impact relationships. It can impact decisions. Um, So it, to me, it's, it's like the kind of container Mm -hmm. of our lives and our businesses.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. So, I mean, in your three businesses, (laughs) who are you most motivated to serve and how do you serve?
1: That's a great question. And that's actually changed over time. You know, mm-hmm. I, for many, many, many years, I was a trauma recovery specialist. And so I loved working with people who were navigating and moving through trauma. And um, and I still do that on some, some level, but the truth is we've all been through trauma. You cannot live in this world and not be traumatized in some way, shape or form. Yeah. But I got to a place where I really wanted to focus on people who were driven to move, driven to being committed to their personal growth, but also very driven towards personal and global impact. So what I mean by that is how we show up in the world, the ripple effect that we, that we put out in the world, what we create has a profound impact on all of the lives we touch and even the lives that we don't touch. So for me, I, I'm very motivated and very driven to serve people who are committed to their growth. They're committed to showing up in the world as aligned and as um, intentional as they can be. And they're very driven to create some type of impact, whether big or
0: small. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All the leaders unite.
1: Yeah, and I believe that we all are leaders in some way, shape, or form. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, there are leaders of businesses, leaders on global scales, but sometimes we need to lead our families. Mm-hmm. We need to lead our communities. Self-leadership is key. If we don't know how to lead ourselves, I tell people all the time, you are the captain of your own ship. If you cannot lead yourself, it's very hard sometimes to sustain leading others. And so mm-hmm. I I believe everything begins within.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all this talk about self mastery, I feel like self mastery is like the word success. It has a different meaning for everybody. So, what does self mastery mean to you?
1: Well, it just, to me, exactly what we were saying before. To me, I believe I do a lot of stuff around self leadership. And to me, it means how do I lead myself in any given way? And it starts with, if you think about how many areas we create roadblocks and barriers that we're not even aware of. So for instance, our belief systems can be barriers. Mm -hmm. The way we show up in our health can be a barrier um, because we're not managing our energy effectively. Um, It can show up in our relationships because we're not doing our own personal work. We're not even aware of our own personal issues. And so we project those on to the people closest to us. Mm -hmm. I talk about leaks all the time. We're constantly leaking. So to me, self-mastery begins with Mm self-leadership. And how are we showing up in our own lives? Are we taking the time to develop a personal practice Are we committed to our personal growth? Are we committed to showing up in the best way we possibly can? Are we learning from our emotions as teachers? You know that I do a lot of shadow work. So for me, our emotions are powerful teachers. If we let anger control us, as opposed to learning from anger and what anger is teaching us, Then we're not going to show up effectively. Mm -hmm. So, a big piece of self mastery is emotional mastery. Um, Huge, huge, huge piece of it.
0: Yeah, I love that you bring that up because I think especially with what's happening in the world right now with COVID-19 and there's emotions kind of all over the place. And then you add on all the energy of the moon cycles and all of those things. And for me personally, I went through a roller coaster of emotions last week. And if I didn't have that level of emotional mastery. It would have been a shit show. <laughs> but instead, I was able to look at the anger and the frustration that I was feeling and going, okay, what are you showing me here? Yeah. And it's the pathway through to your success. And to me, when I feel that anger rising up, I get excited because I'm like, Oh, I'm alive. And there's a light at the end of this tunnel. Let's see where this tunnel goes. Oh my god, yeah. That gives me goosebumps. And the reason- <laughs>
1: Because really, this is my jam. This is the biggest thing that I love to do, which is so often we are so uncomfortable and scared around our shadow emotions. And yet our shadow emotions are really the gateway to opportunity. They're the gateway to the divine. They're the gateway to to self-awareness. They're the gateway to healing. And the reason being is if we can look at them, just as you said, what is this showing me? What is this teaching me? What is this calling me to do? As opposed to getting into what I call traps, which is, let me just go numb myself for a while. Let me just distract myself for a while. Let me just do something just so that I don't have to feel this, I don't have to be with it, I don't have to deal with it. And then we're missing a really amazing opportunity. And then what ends up happening? is it just leaks out in all other ways and it gets really really messy and it lingers for a lot longer than it needs to because it's just trying to get your attention Mm -hmm. so if we can wake up to our emotions and by the way we can't wake up to the, our emotions if we're not in our bodies. Yes. Um, so that's a big piece of self mastery is really being able to stay in your body and mm-hmm. tune into your body because it doesn't happen in the mind. It happens in the body.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Netflix binges or the eating of crappy food or the drugs and alcohol, any of that stuff that I in the past have used to numb myself, mm-hmm. uh, it does not serve because like you said, it will rear its ugly head later on.
1: And it goes back to, you know, we've heard this many times. Do we listen to the whispers or do we wait for the two by four? Uh, You know, I mean, it's going to happen no matter what, because life is truly rigged in our favor. It's there to help us grow. It's there to help us. And sometimes it's humans. And I know this to be true because I work with a lot of different people. We are innately stubborn. We do, you know, we don't want to grow because growing means we have to sit with discomfort. We have to be with discomfort. So we are innately stubborn or resistant to growth. And so what happens for people all the time is that we have to wait until the pain gets great enough or the discomfort gets great enough, then we will make a choice. And what I help and want to choose and teach people is. Why do we have to wait for the two by four? We don't. And and the truth is, is that if we see pain solely as a catalyst for growth and we don't understand that there are other catalysts, emotions are great catalysts for growth. We don't have to wait for it to get so hard and so painful to grow.
0: Yes, you know? absolutely. We can deal with frustration before it becomes rage.
1: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I say to people all the time, irritability is a great teacher. Mm-hmm. It's a low-grade anger. And so if I'm irritable, then usually if I stop myself and say, "Okay, what is this showing me? What is this teaching me?" Usually it's because I need to do some type of self-care and I'm not doing it, or I need to set a boundary that I'm not setting, or I need to speak my truth to somebody that I'm not, you know, speaking my truth to. So it it's showing me something but if I wait till it gets to the level of rage or, or even high levels of anger, I'm more likely to be reactive yeah. and I'm more likely to actually get consumed by the anger through the stories that I'm telling myself in my head. And then it kind of blows up in a way that it doesn't need to. So, yeah, we got to look at all those little low level percolating emotions that are trying to say hello. Um, yeah
0: yeah i love that i love that so i want to talk about the difference between self-mastery and self-dominance or self-control because this word mastery i find that some people kind of they get a little bit lost in that like they have to have it perfect Mm -hmm. and to me (laughs) that's impossible (laughs) Yeah. yeah And I feel like perfection is this idea of control and trying to make sure that you do everything right and you, you're you navigating your emotions perfectly and all of these things. So I just want to open up the conversation around that just for a minute. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, to me, I say to people all the time, life is messy. Yeah. And and the best way to really learn and grow is to get into the mess, get into the mud. That's why, you know, they call it the shadow, you know, because it it's, can be dark and it can be... Um, but here's the thing, and I love what you're saying about the difference between these two. To me, perfectionism is a trap, Mm -hmm. no control. And I think what we have a tendency to do is we want to micromanage our lives so we never get messy. (sighs) Yeah. And I wanna say that again, because it's really important. We micromanage our lives so we never get messy. We don't grow in control. We don't grow in um, micromanagement. We don't grow in perfectionism because we're very rigid in that place. And what we do is we just keep perpetuating a lot of stories about all the reasons we need to. But I'll tell you why people do that. The reason people want control and they, they seek perfectionism is because they don't want to sit with the discomfort of being messy. If I could share one thing that I can shout out from the rooftops, it is you've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to get messy if you want to grow Otherwise, you're going to end up being in a very rigid box and our inner storytellers are going to be telling us all kinds of things to keep us stuck in that box. And that is not where aliveness lives. That's not where vitality lives. You will feel very, very, very small in that place. But if you even think of like anger, for instance, because you brought that up, the other side of anger on the spectrum is passion you know is fire is heat is you know that's vitality Mm -hmm. if i'm suppressing my anger then i'm suppressing my vitality if i'm suppressing fear i'm suppressing my ability to be intimate and and loving if i am suppressing my grief i'm suppressing my joy Mm -hmm. so just know that they're all different ends of a spectrum and we have to you know part of being human is to embrace all of it it. both the dark
0: and the light yes absolutely absolutely and we can't be in resistance to being human
1: well we can try but it's not (laughs) not gonna get us anywhere because it's almost like You know, being in resistance to pain, Mm -hmm. you know, you cannot be human and not experience pain. It's part of the human journey. You can't be human and not experience fear and experience anger and experience grief. I mean, it's all part of the human journey. So, yeah, we can be in the resistance of it and it will create, wreak a lot of havoc
0: on our bodies and our systems. Yeah, absolutely. Suzanne, I have absolutely loved this conversation. I had goosebumps the entire time. Thank you so much for being here. But before we end this episode, I want to ask one question that I always end these with. What do you dream of for the world? Oh my God. Do you have another hour?
1: What do I dream? Really, the biggest thing that I dream of for the world is uh, the willingness to embrace all of the human experience, both dark and light, and not to run from any of it, because there's beauty in all of it. And if we're willing to really embrace it, then we actually can shift the state of the world from the energetic, from from the root, from the inside out, um, because it's the resistance of both the light and the resistance of both the dark that's causing us to have this experience that we're having right now in the world. Mm -hmm. And I always say to people that the external is just a mere reflection of the internal. So if you want to look at what you ordered, take a look at what's on your plate. Mmm,
0: yes i love that i love that suzanne thank you again for being here much appreciated always enjoy these conversations me too thank you Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.